All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong and I'm the Get Fit Guy. If you really want to kick some butt, well, it's certainly necessary to train in ways that are specific to your chosen sport. But cross-training is also an extremely beneficial training component, and one that I believe can benefit you all the way down to your DNA. Now, traditionally speaking, and likely the first way that came into your head when you heard me say the words, cross-training is thought of like this. If you're a runner, well, you can throw in some cycling or some swimming one or two days a week between your running workouts. Or if you're a cyclist, well, you can toss in a strength day or some yoga twice a week to break up the cycling workouts. Other examples of some cross-training activities include swimming, yoga, cycling, resistance training, calisthenics, hiking, or even a sport like soccer or basketball mixed in with your regular training each week to help improve your overall aerobic capacity and build muscle mobility and flexibility and balance and strength. But the benefits of cross-training go beyond that, and as I will explain in just a little bit, cross-training actually affects you on a genetic level. But first, including cross-training in your fitness programs, well, it can allow you to vary the stresses placed on your specific muscles and your cardiovascular system. It's also been known to reduce the possibility of an overuse or a, a repetitive movement injury that can come from doing a single sport every single day. I mean, let's face it, after months of performing the same movements again and again, your body will become very efficient at performing those specific movements, and while that's advantageous for your sport in your competition, well, it severely limits the level of your overall fitness, and it also limits your potential for health and wellness wellness in general. Now, here's a short list of some of the more obvious things that cross-training can help with. It can help you keep from getting bored with your workout regimen. It can also allow you to seamlessly adjust your training plan if the weather or your life gets in the way of your workout. It can also strengthen and condition your entire body on many axes or planes of movement. It can also reduce the risk of overuse or repetitive strain injuries. It can allow you to continue exercising parts of your body while the other parts rest. And it can improve your overall mobility, balance, flexibility, and agility. While cross-training, in the traditional sense, is undoubtedly a great idea and I strongly encourage you to do just that, well, another way to get the deeper benefits of cross-training is to build it into your day, as well as build it into your workout program. Recently, on my own website over at brockarmstrong.com, I began a post with this statement. In my perfect world, calorie counters would be banned from all exercise machines, and instead, I would add 
number of limbs moved, or variety of planes used, or even better, I would add a level of enjoyment meter. Now, the reason that I'm more interested in number of limbs involved in an exercise or the variety of planes or levels involved in that movement, well, it's for many of the same reasons that I encourage you to cross-train. To borrow an analogy from my favorite biomechanist, Katie Bowman, let's think of movement as vitamins for a moment. In the same way that we need many different vitamins to be a healthy and well-fed human, we also need a variety of movements each day. If you simply go for a run most mornings, well, you're getting more than your recommended daily allowance of vitamin running, but what about your other movement nutrients? Now, you can equate this idea to, say, eating a head of broccoli most mornings. Well, sure, broccoli is healthy, but it is missing important micro and macronutrients. Now, similarly, we all certainly get our fill of vitamins sitting, but how much of vitamin hanging or vitamin squatting do we get on a daily or even a weekly basis? And malnutrition isn't simply limited to food. Okay, why does this matter? Well, let me answer that with a scientific study. Because, well, there's always a study, isn't there? Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. All right, let's talk about how you can cross-train your genes. Research from 2014 on reprogramming of the epigenome and the transcriptome in human skeletal muscle after training showed scientists that exercise actually changes the shape and function of our genes. The human genome is, well, as complex and dynamic as you can imagine, and depending on what biochemical signals they receive, your genes are constantly turning on and off. When our genes are turned on, they express proteins that trigger physiological responses all over the body, both good and bad. And this is where epigenetics enter the equation. I know this sounds complicated, but hang in there, it's worth it. What scientists call epigenetic changes occur on the outside of the gene through something called methylation. Now, during methylation, methyl groups, or clusters of atoms, attach themselves to the outside of the gene and make the gene more or less able to receive and respond to those biochemical signals I mentioned earlier. 
Now, scientists know that methylation patterns change when we make lifestyle changes, like eating certain foods or not eating other foods. But a lot less has been known about how exercise affects methylation. Which brings us back to that 2014 study where scientists at the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm gathered 23 healthy men and women and performed muscle biopsies on them. Then they asked these 23 participants to exercise half of their lower bodies for three months. And yes, I said exercise half of their lower bodies. Now, they did this by having the volunteers ride a bicycle using only one leg and leaving the other leg just dangling there, unexercised. Now, ingeniously, this actually turned one of their legs into a control group of sorts. Both legs would experience methylation patterns that were brought on by their normal, everyday lifestyle, but only the leg that did the pedaling would show the changes relative to exercise. Okay. After the one-legged pedaling at a moderate pace for 45 minutes, four times per week for three months, the scientists once again did one more muscle biopsy and calculated the results. The researchers found that more than 5,000 sites on the genome of the muscle cells from the exercised leg had new methylation patterns. And the genes that were affected are the genes that are known to play roles in things like metabolism and insulin response and inflammation within the muscles. In a nutshell, the genes that were methylated are the ones that affect how healthy and fit we are. After all this, how does this relate to cross-training? Well, here's the thing. The gene changes were not found in the unexercised leg. So do you see where I'm going with this? Okay, back to the vitamin analogy. Let's say you get plenty of vitamin walking. Well, then the genes associated with how healthy and fit you are get expressed in the muscles you used for walking. But like the unused leg of the cyclists in that study, the rest of your muscles are left unnourished. And those genes are left unexpressed. Now, this is exactly why cross-training, not only in your chosen sport, but in your general lifestyle, is so important. It's also why I'm much more interested in tracking those planes of movement or the number of limbs used than I am in counting calories, even if the calorie counters were even close to accurate. So, okay, aside from making sure that you get all the benefits of cross-training in your fitness regimen, now, well, how can we add more vitamin-rich movements into our day? Well, I'm sure you can get creative, but here's some ideas to get you started. If you sit down to put your shoes on, well, try standing instead. If you usually pick things up off the floor by bending forward at the waist, try squatting. When it's not dangerous or too awkward, walk backwards or do some side gallops along the sidewalk. If you usually carry a backpack, try carrying it on your chest or in your hand instead. If you use your computer mouse all day with your right hand, try using your left for a while. If you've been sitting in a chair all day, then try sitting on the floor all evening. Simply get your arms up in the air and wave them like you just don't care. I mean, I bet you don't do that very often outside of a Zumba or maybe a yoga class. If you usually hold your smartphone down by your stomach, hold it right up in front of your face instead. 
When you're waiting for a coffee to brew or waiting for a streetlight to change, do some arm circles, knee bends, ankle rotations, shoulder rolls, or simply move any body part that you can think of. And finally, if you only pedal your bike with one leg, well, try pedaling it with both. If you're a runner, it's a good idea to cross-train in the weight room to build strength and stability. If you're a weightlifter, throwing in the odd cardio session or yoga class can be a great way to help you stay flexible and lean. If you're a swimmer, hitting the rowing machine or the elliptical trainer can be helpful to avoid repetitive use injuries. And if you are a human on this planet, moving as many limbs in as many directions on as many planes as you can is one of the best ways to stay healthy and fit on a genetic level and beyond. At the conclusion of that 2014 study, one of the researchers summed it up really well. Through a lifestyle change that is easily available for most people and doesn't cost much money, we can induce changes that affect how we use our genes and through that, get healthier and more functional muscles that ultimately improve our quality of life. Do I need to say more? If you have any other ideas on how we can move our bodies in more inventive ways, head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy or twitter.com slash getfitguy and join in the conversation over there. And I also want to take a quick moment to direct you over to wayless.life, where you can find a program that myself and Monica Reinagle, the nutrition diva, have started up together. It's called Wayless, and it is a group coaching program that produces permanent weight loss through lifestyle modification, awareness, and behavior change. Our unique approach maximizes fat loss and minimizes metabolic disruption. It also builds sustainable habits. So instead of learning how to lose weight, you actually learn how to weigh less. You can find out more at weighless.life. And as an added bonus for being a Get Fit Guy listener, you can use the code QDTGFG. That's Quick and Dirty Tips Get Fit Guy. QDTGFG at checkout to get $50 off this year-long weight loss program. But make sure to act fast because this program begins on July 6th, 2018, and then it won't come around again for a full year. All right, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.